الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد We're now in the, the مدخل of علوم القرآن The introduction to the science of Quran Today inshallah ta'ala We're going to be speaking about نزول القرآن الكريم How the Quran came down. We're going to speak about the nuzul, the descending of the Quran. The first question, well, the first point that we want to tackle is what was the first portion of the Quran that came down? As we know, the first portion is اقرأ وربك الأكرم الذي علم بالقلم علم الإنسان ما لم يعلم. So what was the first part of the Quran that came down? اقرأ was the first that came down. So the first question is أول ما نزل. If anybody asks you what was the first thing that came down from the Quran? What was the first portion of the Quran that came down? What do you say? Huh? How many verses of Iqra came down? Yeah? Huh? First five of Iqra came down. The first five verses of Iqra, Bismi Rabbika Ladi Khalaq, Surah Al Araq. Beautiful. Second question Aina Nazal. Where did it came down? Where did, where did it come down on? Where did it come down on? Yeah? The answer is Fi Ghari Al Hira. It came down on what? Fi Ghari Fi Ghari Hira. Fi Ghari Ashakasar. في غار حراء. Point number three. The third point is في أي ليلة نزل. Which night did it come down? في أي ليلة ليلة night night night. شهر 
نزل غار حراء is it a blessed place to visit when you go حج no no there's no blessing yeah you see people spend a lot of money going حج they put so much money in حج and they go there for حج and their intent is to do حج and so what do they do they go to غار حراء they fall down break a leg and they end up not doing no حج and that's the harm of innovation صح that the person leaves without Hajj for something they didn't have to do at all nor did they get any reward for does that make sense? and a lot of those people believe they get closer to Allah by going to Ghari Hira that they're going to get reward from it so Aina Nazal ha? oh no I didn't, I used the black one again وما أنسانيه إلا الشيطان وأنا أذكره. يوزد بلاكم. قدر الله. أين نزل؟ Where did it come down on? Did anyone else remember the marker? Yeah. We're all excited about the lesson. Yeah. Allah مبارك. أين نزل؟ Where did it come down? في غاري في غاري حراء. في أي ليلة نزل؟ Which night did it come down? It came Laylatul Qadr. We're going to have a more detailed discussion regarding this. وَفِي أَيِّ شَهْرٍ نَزَلٍ And what, what month did it come down the Qur'an? What did it come down? It came down? It came down Shahr Ramadan. Oh, this part of the board is good. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. This issue goes back to Are you allowed to follow the, the places that the prophets walked and they were? Are you with me? Are you allowed to do It's a mis'ala which is not. Definitely a person cannot travel for a particular place. Are we together? The Prophet said in the hadith, لا تشد الرحالة إلا 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 ثلاثة مساجد. A person is not allowed to cut a distance because they want to visit a particular what? Particular place. You're not allowed to. The only place that you can travel to visit is where? Huh? Mecca, Medina. But you're allowed to, you are allowed to travel for a concept. For example, seeking knowledge. That's not a place that you're traveling for. What are you traveling for? 
you're allowed to travel for a business. Are you, are you with me? You can travel for a, like to go and visit a place. That's the only reason why you're going, you're not allowed. Are we all together, brothers? This is another discussion, another time. Okay. Let's go into the issue of Nuzul. The Nuzul that's used in the Quran is two types. The word Nuzul, it's Mushtaqat. Mushtaqat means it's type, whether it's a past tense verb, whether it's a present tense verb, whether it's a future tense verb, whether it's a Mesdar, a verbal noun, it doesn't matter. The word Nuzul, whatever form it comes in, it's two types. Does that make sense? So it, whether it comes in a past tense verb, present tense verb, verbal noun, it doesn't matter. This term, this word Nuzul, it's used in the Quran too. The first one is Mutlaq. And the second one is Muqayyad. Mutlaq means unrestricted. Are we all together brothers? Mutlaq means unrestricted. Unrestricted here means that it's not attributed to anyone or anything. It's just something came down. Are we all together? And that is the example in the second ayah in Surah Al-Sajdah and the second ayah in Surah Al-Ghafir and the second ayah in Surah Al-Rahman. And I don't know why it's all the second ayah. Surah Al-Sajdah, the second ayah. Surah Al-Ghafir, the second ayah. And Surah Al-Rahman, the second ayah. All of those three surahs. So, Surah Sajda and Ghafir and Ar-Rahman. All of them the second verse. If you look at it, the word is mentioned and it's not attributed to what? Sorry, sorry, Astaghfirullah. This is the Muqayyid, sorry. All of these examples I'm giving, sorry, it's the Muqayyid. I was meant to give the Mutlaq. The mutlaq is the one that's mentioned in Surah Al-An'am. I'm a Surah Al-Zumar, sorry. Allah says, وَأَنزَلَ لَكُمْ وَأَنزَلَ لَكُمْ مِلَنَ الْعَامِثِ Here, وَأَنزَلَ was sent down for you. For who did it send down? Where was it sent down from? Where? It's not mentioned. It's unrestricted. Are we all together, brothers? Pay attention here. The word anzala is used and it's unrestrictedly used, meaning it's not restricted to a place or a direction. Does that make sense? Like in this one is an examples for this one is this one is Surah to Zumar. I'm sorry. The example for the mutlaq is Surah to Zumar, ayah six. Okay? Ayah 6. Does that make sense? Here Allah mentions sent, was sent for you. It was sent for you. What direction did it come from? Where was it sent down from? Who sent it down? It wasn't mentioned here. Okay? Does that make sense? Lakin, this one which is the muqayyad, the muqayyad, it's mentioned. Let's look at how it's mentioned. Allah says, let's look at Surah Al-Rahman. I love you. 
you know suratu ar-rahman amma let's look at the one is suratu suratu ghafir allah says tanzilun tanzilul kitabi min tanzilul kitabi tanzilul kitabi min rabbil alamin Ah, so you see, who, who, who's it restricted? Who's it mentioned from? A direction. Min. So the word is mentioned and it's attributed to who? Allah. So it's restricted to Allah. That's the first type. It's restricted to Allah. The second is, it's restricted to the sky, as sama. It's restricted to the sama. As Allah said in the Quran, وَأَنزَلَ لَكُمْ مِنَ وَأَنزَلَ لَكُمْ أَمَّا وَأَنزَلَ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً فَأَخْرَجَ بِهِ Allah says, وَأَنزَلَ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ So again, وَأَنزَلَ وَأَنزَلَ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً فَأَخْرَجَ بِهِ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ رِزْقًا لَكُمْ سورة سورة البقرة آية 22 Pay attention now. وَأَنزَلَ here has been mentioned for what? The sky or Allah. So the word Nuzul, when it's mentioned in the Quran, it's mentioned in two ways. The first one is Mutlaq. It's not being attributed to anyone or a direction. Does that make sense? That's this one. The example is Surah Zumar, Ayah 6. The second one is, it's mentioned from a direction and a place that it came from. And it's only two, Allah and the Sama. If you see the sama, it's two meanings. It's either adab, and the second one is a risk provision, which is the one in Surah Al-Baqarah, where Allah Taala He says, the ayah that I mentioned for you, anzal min al-sama'i ma'an, fa'akhraja bihi min al-thamarati rizqan lakum. Are we all together? So when the Sama' one is mentioned, it's either adab that was sent from the Sama' or it was what? A rizq. Because the rain, when it comes down, what does it do, brothers? The rain can be a rizq, a provision for you, true or false? It can also be adab. Allah destroyed the people of Nuh on the rain, water. So not every rain that comes down. What did Allah say in the ayah? Allah mentioned to us that the people of Ad they saw the sky Allah says that wow this rain this cloud is coming together it's going to bring us rain Allahu Akbar it's good good, good thing and then Allah says, no, this is a rain I'm going to send to destroy them. Well, it was said that when the rain, the clouds would come together and it would look like it's about to rain, the Messenger he used to leave the house and he used to come in very nervous and he used to mean that this is a form of punishment, that the rain can be a form of punishment. So let me repeat this one more time. The word Nuzul has been used in the Quran in two ways the word nuzul has been used in the quran in how many ways two this one is the first which is an 
unrestricted. Why do we say it's unrestricted? Because it's not being attributed to anyone. So it can be anything. It can be, it's open. Does that make sense? The second type is restricted. This nuzul, this descending has been restricted. Okay? What is it being restricted to? One of two. Either Allah or the Sama. Does that make sense? When it is restricted to the Sama, it's either a risk that it's referring to or adab. Does that make sense? Huh? Like, can I give you? Okay, for example, I gave the example for what? Like, in Surah Al-Baqarah, the ayah 22, that's risk. What about adab Allah mentions? When Allah mentions the adab, Allah mentions Surah Al-Shu'ara, Ayah 4. Allah says, إِنَّ شَأْنُ نَزِّلْ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ آيَةً فَظَلَّتْ أَعْنَاكُمْ لَهَا خَاضِعِينَ So here, مِنَ السَّمَاءِ Allah said, we have sent down from the sky a sign, meaning rain, we sent from it. What did we send? Things that made their necks humble itself. I mean, we punished them, Allah is trying to say. So whenever you see descending from the sky in the Quran, it's either a punishment that is being referred to here, or a what? Of risk and provision. That's one. The second one is, if it comes from Allah, and it's been mentioned, وَأَنزَلَ مِنْ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ If you see that, what does it mean? The Quran. If it's restricted to Allah, it means what? It means the Quran is being sent from Allah. Does that make sense? That's the second type of muqayyad. The mutlaq on the other hand is just open. Whenever you see in the Quran, Nazala, Ama Yanzilu, Ama Nuzul, Ama Anzala, which it's not being mentioned who is it being, then this is just the open one. Does that make sense? It can be. Just look for if the word min is mentioned after it. No, because when we say na'am, the one that is being attributed to here is mustatil wujuban. It has to be hidden. We're talking about that which we can see. Are we all together? Are we all together, brothers? We're talking about that which we can see now. Even if it's not, even if it's tahsilul hasil, we know it's all from Allah Azza wa Jal. Everything is from Allah. Even this one that's been attributed to the sama is from who? Is it from the sama or is it from Allah? Huh? It's actually, we can put it in the first part, say it's all from Allah. Does that make sense? This one. This one, hi. This is from Surah 2, Surah to Sajda, I 2. Okay. Now I'm going to move on to, inshallah ta'ala, the type of uh, coming down, the type of descending.
brothers, if you don't maybe understand a point that I've said, it didn't go in, you didn't understand it, and you feel like everybody else has, then you can always go to the recording and watch it three, four times and go over it again and go over it again. One thing I want you to always remember, don't ever expect to understand the lesson the way that the teacher understands it. Reason is because it's not the first time for me. Are we all together, brothers? So, repetition and continuously going over it again and again and again and again, I promise you, I promise you, you will definitely realize the difference. Like in the, the reality of some is that if they don't understand it straight away, they look around and they say, maybe this class wasn't for me. Are we all together, brothers? So don't be a person who gives up as soon as they see something they're not used to. Have the strength in you to carry on. Because everyone around you who's trying hard, some, Allah Alam, I don't know, they might be going home and revising and going over their notes and coming. Maybe that's what you need to do. Are we all together, brothers? So don't give up. Inshallah ta'ala is all recorded. It's put online. Go, take notes down. You don't understand it, come to the class and always can ask questions. And we'll discuss it, inshallah ta'ala. Repetition. Don't give up. Giving up is not the sign of a strong person, is it? Don't give up. And what nuzul the types of descending. Okay? The Quran has two types. Okay? The first one is nuzul, which is munajjaman. Um, one time. That's the first one. It all came down one time from Allah Azza wa Jal. From the Lawhul Mahfuz and then it came to Sama'i Dunya. That's the it's called Nuzuluhu Jumlah. One time. Where did it come from? It came down from Lawhul Mahfuz and where did it come down to? Sama'i Dunya. Okay, we'll discuss what that means, inshallah. The second one is Nuzuluhu Nuzuluhu Munajjaman Ay Mufarraqan It came down what? Bit, bit by bit And the Munajjam is Bit by bit Is from the Sama'i Dunya To the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam So this one is what? From where? Allah to where? That's the first one. And this is from what? A Sama'i Dunya? To who? And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So this one is what? Allahul Mahfuz. To where? Sama'i dunya. That's one time. And then it came down. Bit by bit. 
from where? As Sama'i Dunya? To what? To the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ahlul Sunnah. More like the Salaf, the Salaf. Okay? They had two views regarding this. One view is attributed to who? Qawl ibn Abbas. Okay, I'm going to come to what that view is. And there's another Qawl which is the Qawl of? Is Ash'abi, Amr ibn Shalahbil. Amr ibn Shalahbil is on one side. And the second is the Qawl of who? Qawl ibn Abbas. What is the Qawl of ibn Abbas? Ibn Abbas's view, what is it? Ibn Abbas's view is what we just mentioned. This view is the view of Ibn Abbas. And it's the call of the what? Jamahir Ahl al-Ilm. This is the majority. Are we all together, brothers? This is the what? The majority of the scholars. This is the view they've taken. Which is, it came down from Lawh al-Mahfuz, and then it came to Sama'i dunya and then from the Sama'i dunya it came down Mufarraqan. Mufarraqan means bit by bit. But when it came from the Lawh al-Mahfuz, all once. This is the view of Ibn Abbas and the view of the majority of scholars. Repeat that again. This that we just mentioned here, which is Lawhul Mahfuz, Sama'i Dunya, one time. This is one, the whole Quran, the entire Quran. Are we all together? Inna anzalna hu. We send down the Quran in its totality, fi laylatil qadr. That's what it's talking about here. All of it, one time. Then, وَقُرْآنًا فَرَقْنَاهُ لِتَقْرَأَهُ عَلَى النَّاسِ عَلَى مُكْثٍ وَنَزَّلْنَاهُ تَنْزِيلًا إِسْ سَمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا To the Prophet ﷺ. مُفَرَّقًا. Bit by bit now. This is the view of Ibn Abbas. And the view of the overwhelming majority of the Mufassirin. قول ابن جرير الطبري, قول البغوي, قول ابن كثير, قول ابن أبي حاتم, قول الشيخ الإسلام تيمية, قول ابن القيم and others. وهلم جرّه. Are we all together, brothers? This is the call of the Jamahir Ahlul Ilm and Ahlul Tafsir and Fiqh. There's a second view. This is the call of Shabi, Amir ibn Sharahbil. Amir ibn Sharahbil al Shabi, the great Tabi'i. He believed that the Quran, all of it came down Munajaman from Allah, straight like the Hakada. There's no Lawhul Mahfud in the Sama'i Dunya. Are we all together? This portion for him doesn't exist. All it is is one time from Allah, bit by bit. Shabi said, believed. Does that make sense? There's no Lawh al Mahfuz, Sama'i Dunya. It doesn't exist. He believes, we sent down the Quran, he means ibtida. Allah started it that night. But not meaning he sent all of it that night. Ibn Abbas is saying what? Laylatul Qadr, the whole Quran was sent down for Sama'i Dunya. Shabi is saying, no, no, no. The Laylatul Qadr, the starting of the Quran, the Quran, Allah started sending it that night. Are we all together? And it just started to roll, Munajjaman hakada, bit by bit, from Allah like that. That's the call of Shabi, and this call we said it's what? Marjuh. Call what? Call which is Marjuh. We'll take the call of Ibn Abbas and we will take the call of the Jamahir Ahlul Ilm. Does that make sense? Now let's go into why did the Quran come down Munajjaman? 
No, so this one from Lohul Mahfuz Samai Dunya. And then this one from the Samai Dunya to the to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Why did the Quran come down on a Jaman? Bit by bit. So inshallah ta'ala we're gonna take that. Uh, today Bithnia, we're gonna conclude there inshallah when we mention it. The first reason. Okay. The first reason why the Quran came down on a Jaman. What's the reason? It's tathbeetu. Qalb al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Tathbeetu qalb al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Solidify and encourage the heart of the Messenger Sallallahu And that's Allah directly saying that What did the disbelievers say? Lola Nuzila If only this Quran was sent down on him one time. Allah says, Kadalika We sent down the Quran in this portion, bit by bit. So Muhammad we can strengthen your heart, support you mentally regarding the da'wah that you're going to stand to do. And this is a last statement in which he mentions in Surah Al-Furqan, Ayah 22. So this is Surah Al-Furqan, Ayah, Ayah 22. Allah mentions. Example for that. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam one day, the revelation didn't come to him for three or four days. And then Abu Lahab's wife, she went by the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. She said, Ma Araka, I don't see you except that your Lord Allahu Azza wa Jalla, illa qad qalaka. Allah Ta'ala, he's hated you now. He hates you, he doesn't like you anymore. That's why revelation ain't coming down on you. You're there just, Allah doesn't have no love for you. So this, Allah Ta'ala wants to give the Prophet a tasbeet. So what came down? وَالضُحَى وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا سَجَى مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَى Allah hasn't forsaken you, nor has, does he hate you, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Are we all together? So when incidents happened, and they would say things, Allah will respond in, 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 for him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this will strengthen his heart, Number two, the second reason. The second, the second reason is Mutayaratul Ahdath. Musayaratu. Musayaratul Ahdath. The Messenger sallallahu will go through events and he would need directions and ways to deal with these situations. So, Musayaratul Ahadath means response and rulings for particular events that were taking place in the Prophet Sallallahu life. For example, when Khawla bint Thalaba, Khawla bint Thalaba, her husband, Aws ibn Samit, Khawla, her name is Khawla, 
بنت ثعلبة حزبا أوس ابن صامت said to her, Auntie Aliya Kavahar Ummi, you are like the back of my mother to me. He said that statement to her. After he said that to her, after a while he came back home, he was angry. So he said, okay, I'm sorry I shouldn't have said that to you. She said, no, it's not, it's not just about sorry, she said. You can't touch me until the Prophet gives me a ruling in this issue. So she went and she went to the Prophet. When she went to the Prophet and she told me, Ya Rasulullah, I have now reached this age. I've become what I've become and weak and fe- f- tired. This man comes after he's taken my beauty from me and my everything. He now wants to say to me, Anti ummi. You're like the back of my mother and just leave me like that. Then the Prophet وسلم, he said to her, He wants a ruling. This event needs an answer. So what did the messenger say? قال الله تعالى, قَدْ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ قَوْلَ الَّتِي تُجَادِلُكَ فِي زَوْجِهَا وَتَشْتَكِي إِلَى اللَّهُ وَاللَّهُ يَسْمَعُ تَحَوْرَكُمَا Surah Al-Mujadila came down. Pay attention. Aisha said, Brothers, wallahi, pay attention to this. We can take a benefit from this. Aisha said, When this, uh, the woman came to the messenger and she complained about her husband, Aus ibn Samit, Khawla binti Thalaba, when she complained about her husband and what he did, Aisha said, I was in the next room. I was in the next room. Wallahi, I didn't hear what they were talking about. And Allah from high above, he says, قَدْ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ قَوْلَ الَّتِي تُجَادِلُكَ فِي زَوْجِهَا She said, I'm in the next room. I can't hear what they're saying. I can hear there's a whispering and discussion going on. But Allah is saying, قَدْ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ Allah hears. This should give each and every one of us the belief, the conviction that Allah can hear our pain and our hardship and the suffering that we may have, Allah can hear. Allah hears subhanahu wa ta'ala everything that his creation is going through. He knows it. It just requires from you to go to him, run to him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this issue it showed that the Messenger وسلم, how to deal, how to deal with it. Musayratul Hadath. Another issue was what? Another issue was the Battle of Badr. The Battle of Badr. What did the Sahabas do? They won. And Allah Tabarakwa Ta'ala, He gave them victory. The Prophet got a victory. He killed 70 of the disbelievers and He took 70 of them as captives. So when He went back to Medina, He doesn't know what to do with the captives. And the booty, the spoils of war, he doesn't know what to do with it. So Allah Ta'ala, he sends ruling for both of the things. Musayaratul Ahdath. This event, it needs an answer. The captives and the spoils of war. What do we do with it? The spoils of war, Allah sends down, يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَلِ الْأَنْفَالِ قُلِ الْأَنْفَالُ لِلَّهِ وَالرَّسُولَانِ وَعَلَمُوا أَنَّمَا غَنِمْتُمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَأَنَّ لِلَّهِ خُمُوسَهُ وَلِلْرَسُولِ وَلِيدُ الْقُرْبَى وَلِيَتْآمَ this is how you spread the ghanima. Spoils of war, this is how you do it. What about the captives that you have? Allah sends down subhanahu wa ta'ala, مَا كَانَ لِلنَّبِيِّ أَنْ يَكُونَ لَهُ أَسْرَ حَتَّى يُدْخِينَ فِي الْأَرْضِ That these 70 of these captives kill them all. 
So the ruling for both of them came down from who? Musayaratul Ahadath. The Sharia came and he gave an answer. Are we all together, brothers? Every situation that the Prophet went through, Allah gave him subhanahu wa ta'ala a way to deal with it. A way to, to deal with it. And another one was the issue of the khamar. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. The second, the third, the third benefit that's in, I mean, the third wisdom in the Quran coming down gradually is uh, gradually bringing in the rulings the rulings they didn't come one time gradually this helps when it's tadarruj are we all together brothers that hukum bit by bit and an example for that is the story of the khamar the first ayah that came down for the khamar was what yes'alunaka anil khamri wal maysir qul fihima ithmun kabirun wa manafi'u linnasi wa ithmuhuma akbaru min naf'ihima and then when that the ruling still wasn't clear the sahabas they were still drinking but like the companion who went and he prayed and he read Qul al kafirun and he forgot I mean, he didn't say la a'budu ma ta'budun he said a'budu ma ta'budun instead of saying la a'budu ma ta'budun he took out the nafi the negation which goes directly opposite to the meaning then the ayah came down ya ayyuhalladhina amanu la taqrabu salata wa antum wa antum sukara hatta ta'lamu ma taquluna but that still doesn't prohibit the khamar. It just means that when they're praying, they're not allowed to have khamar. But any other time, they can have it if they want to. Then the third verse came down, which is, إِنَّمَا الْخَمْرُ وَالْمَيْسِرُ وَالْأَنصَابُ وَالْأَزْلَامُ رِجْسٌ مِنْ عَمْرِ شَيْطَانِ فَجْتَنِبُهُ Now, فَجْتَنِبُهُ, stay away from it. That's the definite answer. So the, the way that the Prophet nurtured was what? هكذا. So if you look at Mecca, pay attention. How many years was the Prophet ﷺ in Mecca for? Huh? 13 years in Mecca, right? In Mecca, only two things that the Prophet ﷺ was focusing on. What was it? A tawheed and what? And the other ruling that came down was what? Salah. They were drinking khamar. Are you with me, brothers? That all, the ruling didn't change. Still carrying on. And this, brothers, shows us something very powerful, wallahi. This shows us something very powerful. Which is, if a person's giving da'wah, and they're calling the people to the deen of Allah, what is it that they need to start with? Social problems? Financial issues that the Muslims are going through? Anxieties and depressions that the Ummah are going through. All of these are problems. Yes, it has to be spoken about. It has to be dealt with. And it has to be discussed. But is that the first thing you discuss? The Umm, pay attention. Mecca had in it social problems. Just like we had social problems. The community was suffering from different problems they had. Nabiullah Muhammad did not address any of that. And what did he start with? He said to them, Qulu la ilaha illallah tuflihu. Say la ilaha illallah, wallah, you're going to find success. And then when you're giving da'wah and you're calling a people to the deen of Allah, this has to be something very clear in your da'wah. 
that you're known Tawheed, Tawheed, ayyuh al-qawm La ilaha illallah, Tawheed, it's meaning Why? Because the companions who when the khamr was told to them Pour it, break the glass The relationship between them and Allah was so strong That when that ruling came, they submitted They what? They submitted Brothers, wallahi, this is something This is a haqiqah and a reality that when you solidify people upon that tawheed in a correct way and remember I'm, when I say tawheed brothers and aqeedah what do I mean? i'tiqadan wa amalan not just a theoretically belief in antumani billah wa malaikat wa kutubu rasul wa liyam al-akhirat wa bil qadr khair wa shari hakada no it means amali as well practically he nurtured them practically then inshallah ta'ala then the salah came that's the practical side when a person says la ilaha illallah how do we know you mean la ilaha illallah? How do we know? How you pray the salah? The salah is the application of what la ilaha illallah. How is it? You take your forehead and you put it on the ground, humiliating yourself for who? Humbling yourself for who? Allahu? Allahu Azza Idan at-tawheed. And the Prophet his da'wah was known for that. Do you not know all of the Prophets? We have different legislations. Did the legislation change for the Prophets? It did. We know that. Our ibadat was different. But every single prophet from Nabiullah Nuh till this time, one thing they all had in common, no difference was Tawheed. Never did a prophet come and say, there's more than one God. Are you with me, brothers? One thing they were always... So this, what does that show you? It shows you that the most important thing to Allah Azza wa Jalla was always Tawheed. That was the most important thing. So that's what we do. When you're nurturing a people, you're cultivating a people. Tawheed. And aqeedah. Atadarruj means gradually nurturing the people. So atadarruj means to gradually. Tarbiyah means to nurture. My time has finished. I didn't finish what I wanted to say for today, inshallah ta'ala, some points still stands, but we'll carry on inshallah ta'ala next lesson. Anything which I have said that was wrong, incorrect, fault, mistake, error, is from me and shaitan, and Allah and his messenger are free from it. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha illallah, astaghfiruka atubu Does anyone have any questions? Uh-huh. Naam. So beautiful. We're gonna come to that. It's a whole chapter that we're gonna uh, the issue pertaining to an nasikh and al mansukh, the abrogated and those which were abrogated. How does it happen? When did it happen? Did it happen when it came from the Lawful Mahfud onwards or after that? Um, what is actually abrogated? How is it abrogated? We'll talk about that inshallah. Great details. Fadal. So the brother is asking um, Laylatul Qadr When the Quran came down Is it the Nuzuluhu Jumlah Or is it Nuzuluhu Mulajjaman That's the question Naam. Laylatul Qadr is this one 
Laylatul Qadr is when it came down from the Lawful Mahfuz and it came to the Sama Dunya. That's Laylatul Qadr. From that night onwards, Laylatul Qadr, are you with me? Is when it started Munajaman bit by bit. After Laylatul Qadr, it came down Munajaman from Sama Dunya. Now, on that night, it was sent down to him as well. Sorry. So yeah, so Laylatul Qadr, it came down on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the dunya, all of it. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam received Iqra, Bismi Rabbika Khalaq, Sah, Sahih. Here's a question now. Did the messenger, did Jibreel hear from Allah when it came down from Lawhul Mahfud in Sama'i Dunya? Or did he hear it from him when it was Sama'i Dunya to the... When did Jibreel hear it from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? We heard Jibreel heard it from Allah, right? That's your homework for next, next week, inshallah. That's your homework. You have to research. I can't spoon feed you everything. Yeah? Fadal. Naam. Any other question? Naam. Uh, like he's saying that the ayah, he understood the ayah like that. To be honest, even Amr ibn Shalahbil, when I looked at his qawl, he has two views. <laughs> one view is the qawl ibn Abbas, and one is the view. Like in the view of ibn Abbas is not his famous statement. In other words, sometimes a person is said that he said this and this, but one of the views are always famous, it's known. This one seems strange. So the scholars, they, they reject the one that ibn Abbas view that he held. They say he actually has his own opinion on this issue. But it's based on the understanding of the verse. Fadl. Straight away. So Sha'bi believes. No, no, no. According to Imam Sha'bi, he believes that the Quran one time came from Allah Azza wa Jalla in small pieces. There's none of this Sama'i Dunya and then from Sama'i Dunya now. That's the call of Ibn Abbas. Call of Shabi. Direct. I mean, all of them are saying it's directly from Allah. But one group they say from Allah to Sama'i Dunya, from Sama'i Dunya to the Nabi Muhammad. There's two opinions. There's two opinion, brothers. No, 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 not at all. It's not a deviant group of people. It's weak. Naam, that's one of the murajihat, one of the reasons why we give strength to Ibn Abbas, because he's a Sahabi, Jalil. But if anybody takes the other opinion, no, the Weak. It could, yeah, you can say wrong, but it's not. De- but the person is not deviant for taking that. No, he's self. Ah, sahih. That's one of the reasons why we said that the Qalib Abbas is stronger. Um, but that does. Remember, we said three generation. Um, three would you call it uh, noble generations so if a person takes the call of Shabi, 
we will respect it in the, in the sense you're with the Salaf in his view. But we'll say, Akhi, you're holding on to a very weak view. That's the most that we can say. It's a view, weak view. It goes against the Ibn Abbas and it goes against the majority and it goes against the Zahir of the Nusus. Because the Quran, you can see, Inna anzalnahu. It doesn't say, Inna anzalna ba'dahu. It says, We sent it, it, the whole Quran. Does that make sense? Fadal. Uh, so, what's the classification of the word mutlaq and muqayyad? Mutlaq is meant by when something is unrestricted. Of using those terms. It's just how the ayah is used. It's just to make it easy for the person to understand. But it doesn't mean that there's, an ayah, there's evidence for it. It's just a way to uh, bring the understanding closer to you. If that makes sense. Any other questions? Fadal. Yeah, so there's, there's an application of tafsir in it, naam. Also, usul fiqh as well. So it has a. So in tafsir, mutlaq muqayyad is used in terms of ma'ana. Here we're using it in terms of the lafd, not the ma'ana. Does that make sense? Inshallah ta'ala, brothers, may Allah honor you all for coming.